Nasty, lying, anti-American Twitter has suspended my account and censored free speech yet again. You can blame Jack Dorsey. He's a criminal and he should be put behind bars. With that being said, I would love to announce my newest OnlyFans account. That's right, for only $9.99 a month, you can access premium content that you can't even see anywhere, quite frankly. You could see me winning in the pole dancing. You could see me dancing on top of the Oval Office desk, partially nude with the launch codes. And Rudy Giuliani and I have a brand new episodic web series where every week we get closer and closer to finding out where are the votes in the style of Dora the Explorer. What the hell is that? This is the Stone on Air radio show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nuga Radio 92.7. Oh, well, hello there. Welcome in. How are you? I am doing all right. It is January 13th, 2021, and it is the Nougat Radio 92.7 Stone on Air pod simulcast. Once again, my name is Brian Stone. As I regularly say, the first good day of the week is, generally speaking for me anyway, on a Wednesday. Don't call it hump day. I have scientific data that backs up that people who say hump day are intellectually deficient. Soon, happy hump day! So stupid. Don't say it. Don't say it. Falls right in the category of somebody's got a case of the Mondays. All right, so um, I have been recording these shows for the last week and a half now, really two and a half weeks, because I recorded the uh, review, look back at the year 2020 at the house as well as, as a way to take a little extra time off at the end of December. Little did I know I would uh, shortly after that come down with COVID-19 and have the entire beginning of my year disrupted considerably. Uh, so that's the story here. If you're not uh, here all the time, even though I know most of you listen every minute of your lives, for those of you that uh, might not have been around the last week and a half on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday at the 10 o'clock hour, first of all, nice to have you. Thank you for being here. Second of all, I have been <clears throat> recording these at about 10 hours before they actually air um, from my house because over Christmas I got COVID and I am um, cleared to go back to work, you know, technically through the CDC guidelines. I've even had a, a phone call with the Tennessee Health Department and uh, they have also sent me documentation saying it's okay to go back to work. The only thing is, is that uh, at the radio station we have very, very close quarters and we're we're all kind of on top of each other and I still have this just ever so slight shortness of breath that leads to a lingering cough. And I, I even did read, though, 
from the CDC website that's saying that that is something that could linger for long after the COVID-19 um, diagnosis, the, uh, the virus itself has long gone from your body, that can still linger. But just because of that, that's going to be one reason I decided I'm going to just finish out this week working from home. I'll can another one. Can is what we call record. Uh, sorry to use the industry jargon. But I'll record another one on Thursday for Friday, and then I'll be back in the studio next Monday with uh, Keon Rose in there with me as well. And I very, very much miss being in the studio doing live radio. It's not the same as sitting here in my office in the studio at my house, which is perfectly functional and works just fine, but it's still not the same thing. So I miss being on the air. So I've been putting all these out as podcast as opposed to my my weekly Stone on Air podcast, I decided to lump them together, and they'll be called the Pod Simulcast here on Nuga Radio 92.7. So a couple things here real quick before I get to uh, what's going on the rest of the show and some audio for you. I got another round of audio for you in all three segments, which is always fun uh, for me. So there's a COVID update. Let's see. So shocking news. Stunned said, surely, hopefully, nobody, of course, Mike Pence isn't going to invoke the 25th Amendment. He never was going to. Anybody who thought that he might was just being delusional. And I guess today the uh, further pressing on with voting of, of impeachment goes down, I guess. I, I, I voiced my frustration with this on Monday, and I will continue to voice my frustration with this today in the second segment of the show. You think we've been divided for the last four years? You ain't seen nothing yet. And this worthless, worthless time wasting when we have very important things going on around us, um, a disciplinary move that's going to get nothing accomplished is going to be just another fire set to the division uh, amongst this country. And again, I'll more on that in the second segment of the show. And then in the final segment of the show, it's going to kind of be the running theme here is all Trump, all impeachment, all uh, attack on the Capitol, inauguration. I mean, right now it's like the hottest button to be pushed, and um, there's just not really anything else to discuss. So that's what it's going to be about all today. Um, Trump being removed from Twitter. I mean, basically all social media, for that matter, he has been banned, and some are infuriated by this, but... The thing that sticks out to me the most is the complete misunderstanding of what free speech is and our Bill of Rights. Just the confusion shouldn't surprise me. I guess it really doesn't surprise me, but that's the angle. I'll take a look at that in the final segment of the show. Looks like schools again being bumped until now the 22nd for remote learning. Hamilton County Schools due to the current phase tracker level of 1.20% based on local COVID-19 trend data. I don't really even know what that means. Uh, All Hamilton County schools will be remote until the 22nd. Officials said, quote, over the past two days, Hamilton County has averaged more than 400 new cases per day. The COVID-19 numbers in our community dictate how our school, excuse me, dictates our school schedule. And we hope to be able to welcome students back on campus soon. I would not place a wager on that I would think it's going to continue to push into the winter and into the spring and we will indeed hit about a year before 
some kids, many, many kids in the uh, Hamley County school system and all the school systems across the country will have gone without having any actual real education. This is bad. This is really bad. I talk about it more than somebody who doesn't have kids probably you would think would. I just don't like dumb people. I don't like ignorance. Even worse than dumb dumb people are ignorant people. And the good news is ignorant people can be cured with education. But uh, sometimes it takes a little too long and then the ignorance sets in. And then this odd thing, especially here in the South, the ignorance blends into uh, bullheaded arrogance. Some of the most arrogant people, you know, the types that storm the Capitol, the types that get that are getting arrested left and right because of their actions from a week ago. Those types, that ignorance starts at a young age. And I look around at North Georgia and Tennessee, you know, southeastern Tennessee here, and I, I see a whole other generation of people being, uh, of children, young people, impressionable minds, being influenced and taught a, a, a level of intolerance and Trumpification that makes me very, very ill to think about. And then you couple that with so many of these young kids that have no no idea about what their ideology is going to be yet. They're having their their uh, intelligence thwarted and they're they're going to lack the critical thinking that it takes to be able to break away from some of the influences they get. And I just see a recipe for disaster down the road for young people across the country, but more specifically here in Hamilton County. All right, what else? Uh, Robin Smith from the 22nd District of the Tennessee State House, fully cooperating with FBI following raid. She's from Hickson. I know Robin pretty well, actually. I worked with her for a long time. She is a very, very staunch conservative type, always has been. Seems to be a little bit on the Trump side, which um, I guess doesn't surprise me all that much, but she hasn't budged too much on much of her her uh, ideological thinking, and we are polar opposites. But I actually got along well with Robin the little amount of time. Uh, well, it was more than a little bit amount of time. I worked with her uh, over at the other radio station on the other side of the river that nobody listens to anymore. Anyway, what is this all about? I'm not really sure. Uh, Robin Smith of Hickson said Tuesday she has no explanations for Friday's raid by FBI agents at her home and her legislative offices in Nashville, but is fully cooperating with the investigation that involves two lawmakers and legislative aides. Quote from Robin, I'm fully cooperating in this investigation. You know the statement is what it is. I hate that. hate hearing that. Stop saying that. It is what it is. Anyway, uh, I'm not the target of the investigation, but I certainly don't want to do anything to jeopardize that. And uh, that's about as far as that goes. So usually when the FBI is involved, they already know what they are looking for. So will that turn into something? We'll find out all in good time. It is the Stone on Air pod simulcast on Nougat Radio 92.7. All right. As I head out the uh, first segment of the show today, the coolest thing, the truest thing, and then the worst idea. Uh, these are all revolving around the attacks on the Capitol last week. So this guy named Brett Tarun, hilarious comedian. He's not well-known. He's not even verified, I don't think, on most social medias. But I love this guy. He does basically parody uh, Trump and Trumpism and Trump life kind of stuff. And 
you probably have seen it. You might not even realize you've seen it, but there's a floating picture around the internet right now. It's it's turning into memes. It's this really old lady with a mask around her chin and a and a American flag in her hand, and she's in the Capitol building with with the rioters. She just looks completely out of place. She's got this weird smile on her face, and it's got a picture of her. And then he's on the phone. The gag is he's talking to his grandma, and he's worried where she's been and what the hell is she is she doing. In, uh, in Washington, D.C., this is today's coolest thing. I think she's picking up. Nana, Nana, where have you been? Me and the cats have been worried sick about you. No, you're not at Joanne Fabrics. We saw you storm in the Capitol. Now, you weren't just taking the tour, Grandma. We saw you on the news. No, it's not all fake. And it's, and it's pronounced photoshopped, not chopped. You know, they're calling you the treason, Mamaw. What do you mean you prefer the coup granny? So, so you admit it. You were there then, right? We found your plans. You think you're slick, but we found your plans. What kind of plan is step one, storm the Capitol? Step two, find the gift shop. <laughs> Nana, just come home. I don't I don't care what you've been doing. We're just worried about you. Just come home. No, I don't think they'll validate your parking. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, that's not one of his best, but it certainly is good. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, and today's truest thing is Janine Prio. Piro, how do you say her name, from Fox News, on her show in the last uh, handful of days since last Wednesday, with a message to anybody trying to blame this on anybody other than themselves at the Capitol last week. And stop looking for other people to blame, including those dirtbag terrorists, Antifa. To those of you who did this, you did it of your own will, and you will be held accountable. Take the veil of politics off. Be totally objective. Anyone watching this must condemn it. And in the end, what was the point? What did you get out of it? Was there even a plan when you got in there besides looking like a bunch of freaks, breaking windows, carrying off a podium, sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk, leaving a love note with fingerprints behind, identifying yourselves with selfies, stealing, damaging property, trespassing, looting? Five people are dead in your wake. A police officer, an Air Force veteran, not to mention countless injured. Did anyone stop to think that with this foolhardy effort to disrupt the congressional hearing, you have smeared 75 million of us because of what you did? Did anyone change their vote? No. You have tarnished all the good that's been done over the last four years because of this senseless lunacy. His name is Richard Barnett. He is the guy who is sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk and pictures splattered all over the internet. This is him shortly after that last week at the Capitol. Sir, what'd you do? I took over Nancy Pelosi's office. I fled on her envelope, so I took it with me, but I didn't steal it. I left a quarter on her desk and a note that says, Nancy, let me think, I'm wore out. I got maced really bad. But it says, Nancy, Bigo is here, you bitch. She'll find it when she gets back to work. You're the guy? I got the first one to the door. It was an accident. They shoved me through. I had no choice. They maced the f*** out of me, and I made them pay for it. Anyway, so that's his name, Richard Burnett. He has now been charged with multiple accounts of whatever it is I don't have in front of me right now. More impeachment talk. Is it going to go down? It looks like it is. Should it? Well, that's what we'll discuss next on Nuga Radio 92.7 and the Stone On Air pod simulcast. Stone On Air on Nuga Radio 92.7. 
92.7. I think this is so ill-advised for Joe Biden to be coming in, trying to heal the country, trying to be the president of all the people when we're going to be so divided and fighting again. Uh, let, the, let the judicial system do its job, Brett. And then, you know, uh, we're, we're a country of the rule of law. That's the bedrock of who we are. Uh, let that take its place. Let the uh, investigations go on. Let the evidence come forth, and then we'll go forth from there. There is no rush to do this, uh, um, this impeachment now. We can do it later if they think it's necessary. This is Neil Young. Let's impeach the president. It is from 2006. So he's referring to George W. Bush. Welcome back in to the Stone on Air radio show pod simulcast on the flagship Nuga Radio 92.7. My name is Brian Stone recording live to tape in my home in Eastridge. Got my home working office slash studio put all back together back inside the house. It was in the garage for a while. Long story as to why that is. But a uh, very comfortable working environment here, so I figure while I am recovering from COVID-19, which I am fully recovered, but just to be safe, just to be sure, as a slight lingering shortness of breath and uh, that, that then comes along with a light cough that is perfectly normal and might linger, based on what I've read from the CDC, could linger for weeks on end after I am fully recovered and healed from the virus itself. It was just a week ago that I was uh, finally tested. I'll, uh, I'm gonna kind of walk back through last Wednesday, leading up to the attacks at the um, at the Capitol, and then lead that into some audio from Bill O'Reilly and just my uh, my my disappointment in this aggressive actions by the Democrats with with the impeachment. If if there was something there, I would be for it. But there's this is just another waste, waste of time. More on that as we get through into the um, into the segment here. But so it was yesterday or last week, Wednesday, the uh, whatever day that was, sixth, I guess. And I went to the Alstom, uh, the plant site, the now empty building, uh, huge monstrosity property down off of uh, Riverside Drive downtown for a, um, a free COVID test, and I had been sick the, the week before, and I wasn't sick anymore at that time, but if I had a virus, I would have it would have still been in my system, and I, I had been in, around several people who had uh, tested positive over Christmas, I found out later, and once I got sick on New Year's Eve and into New Year's Day, I knew I knew I had it, so I just, this was all formalities at this point, this was just trying to make sure to get all the documentation and get it to my employers to get paid, you know, for, for, uh, loss of work and all those kinds of things. So I'm waiting in line that morning and I'm already just, I'm just irritated. I haven't been to work in weeks cause I took a, a week or two of vacation off at the end of December too. So now I'm into January and I'm, I'm just all out of, I'm all discombobulated. And I'm, I'm not well yet. I'm still ill, but it's not that bad. 
and it's cold, and I hate the freaking winter. And I'm in this line for it wasn't bad. It was it was a overall decent experience, but you know about a solid hour, maybe closer to an hour and a half. And um, got the test done, went home, immediately plopped down on the couch because that's all I did was sit around in my in my sleep pants and my PJs, if you will, every day for 10, 11, 12 days. It doesn't matter if you're sick or not. That's going to make you feel like crap. You're going to be lethargic. You're going to feel worthless, and or at least that's how it was for me. And um, found out the next day that the test was positive. So that was a week ago. And um, so I, I, I'm flipping through probably TikTok primarily, but uh, Twitter, I'm, I'm sure as well. And I start seeing what the hell's going on here at the Capitol. And I knew that there was a demonstration. There's always a demonstration in D.C. by somebody. And uh, I had heard that there was going to be pro-Trump rallies, and, and I wasn't overly concerned about that. But then it becomes pretty quick and pretty apparent quickly that this is not just your run-of-the-mill uh, activism. And uh, and so not being at work and just having all day to just kind of drown myself in the coverage, I did. And uh, it was pretty terrifying. It really was, you know, to watch it go down live. If I was at work, I would only kept a, a, a little bit of an, a, you know, a half-open eye on it. I listen to sports radio at work all day and... Based on some of the people I work with, too. Whew, boy, am I glad that I didn't have to sit in the same room with some of those a-holes. But um, anyway, so but I got over it pretty quickly. Because what it really did to me, what it said to me was, this is the exclamation point to the end of this era. Or end of this error, as I saw a good uh, bumper sticker t-shirt slogan the other day but the trump trumpism has come to a stop this is the exclamation point or at least it's come to an end as far as from the highest you know the highest position of power trumpism's not going anywhere but that's fine y'all go scream in the woods for all i care to me it was the exclam- exclamation point that this has now ended look at these lunatics look at this insanity this lunacy all right it's over we 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 swear we're sworn in and 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 from that point, what uh, two weeks exactly? Let's just get ready to get to work. And I become so desensitized to violence and 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 death, really, in the uh, in the national you know news headlines because they're they become so prevalent. And mass death doesn't really rattle me all that much anymore. Really, the only things that that happen where people die and and there's terror and there's chaos that truly bothers me are any kind of setting where I could see myself being present. Like uh, the, the Las Vegas, uh, was it a festival or just a big one day show? I don't remember where the dude up in the top of the hotel is just mowing people down with a, with a bleeping uh, machine gun. Killing countless, like one of the bloodiest days in the history of, of mass shootings. That was like three or four years ago. That bothered me a lot because I could put myself there. That really bothered me. But school shootings and church shootings and you know, a lot of these other gatherings, like I'm not scared of being shot in a church because I don't I'm not ever gonna go to a church. I'm not scared of school shootings because I don't have children and I'm never going to be in a school. So I'm never going to be shot by a kid in a school shooting, you know, a uh, military installation 
gets shot up, well, I'll never be in one of those. You know, you get the point. I'm never going to die in the Middle East because I'll never be there. So I don't, it, it just doesn't resonate with me unless I can put myself in that setting. And I can't put myself in a setting in Washington, D.C. with those lunatics. Like, I'm not going to get killed or shot or roughed up at the U.S. Capitol because I'm not going to be a part of that insanity and I'm never going to be a congressman or a senator. So I get over that really quickly. And for a minute, I was really mad because I thought that Trump had, you know, a lot more to do with it at first than he really did because it's all technicalities, but he didn't do anything technically wrong. He didn't break the law. He's been being a bleep hole for four years. He's been inciting violence on some level for four or five years. This isn't new. This man's not doing anything different that day than he did, does any other day. This wasn't a sanctioned event by the White House. Did he, by technical terms, incite a riot? I, yeah, you could make the argument. We could sit around and have some drinks and we can debate it. But when you bring legalities into it, he didn't do anything wrong. I know some lawyers, two or three of them. I should have one on to prove this. I don't need to have a lawyer on to tell you that he didn't legally do anything wrong. And he's not going to be convicted of impeachment. And this is just another dog and pony show put on by the damn Democrats because they can't get out of their own way. As I played this clip the other day on Monday over and over again. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so f***ing smart, how come they lose so damn always? Hey. They have the perfect position here to, to try some kind of semblance of unity amongst the, the divided in this country. And it's you're, we're going to start off like this? We're going to start off this administration with a second, basically frivolous impeachment. That's why I'll regularly play this clip for potentially the rest of my life. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so f***ing smart, how come they lose so damn always? Hey. That was from the show Newsroom several years ago with Jeff Daniels. Now, I by no means want to act like I want to give any kind of applause or attaboys to Bill O'Reilly. Sure as hell don't want to do that. But I don't disagree with him on these next three cuts. This is Nuga Radio 92.7 and the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast. The media wants you and every other American to believe that Donald Trump incited violence. And of course, the Democratic Party wants that. Roll the tape. This president is guilty of inciting insurrection. Uh, he has to pay a price. With articles of impeachment for Donald J. Trump for his role in inciting the deadly insurrection on Capitol Hill. The president incited a domestic terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol. Five people have died, including Capitol Hill police. So Tapper, one of the most hateful individuals in the country, basically accusing Donald Trump of murder. So, but all the others that you saw, and I could have, I could have given you a hundred more. Inside, 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 inside. This is not by accident. In no real world do I ever want to say I agree with Bill O'Reilly on anything, but unfortunately, today I do. Trump incited the violence at the Capitol. That's the accusation, all right? Now, that's an opinion, not a fact. By the president's exact words last Wednesday while speaking to the quote-unquote mob. Go. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong. evidence. So if 
Donald Trump are on trial in this and charged with inciting a riot, just that clip gets him off. Peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard, unquote. You see that on the uh, network news, the Associated Press quote that? Mm-mm. Now, if you're, so the fix is in. Sorry, if you're new to this show, okay, welcome, first of all. Uh, I am not a Trump supporter, even kind of. I never have been, never will be. As a matter of fact, my ideology and political beliefs have been the same for, oh, I don't know, I'm looking at my wrist as if there's a watch there, my whole life. But today, I agree with Bill O'Reilly. Now we have impeachment, which is just another fiasco. But you got to understand something about impeachment. Democrats have nothing to lose by doing this. Nothing. It's not going to happen, all right? And the 25th Amendment, which would allow uh, the federal government to remove a president because he was incompetent, that's not going to happen, right? None of it's going to happen. The Senate would never convict Donald Trump of a high crime and misdemeanor because there was no high crime and misdemeanor. What was the crime? What? We just diffuse the inciting thing. That's just propaganda. That's an opinion, a fallacious opinion. What's the high crime and misdemeanor? There is no high crime or misdemeanor. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so f***ing smart, how come they lose so damn always? Hey! Already on our way to lose in 2022 before 21 even begins. Now, I don't know if this is factual or not. This is Nougat Radio 92.7. That's factual. This is the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast. That's factual. But President Gerald Ford pardoned Richard Nixon in 1974. That as is, too, also factual. But over the years, I have heard the reasoning for it and the justification of it was because the country was not uh, emotionally strong enough at the time to be put through the uh, prior president on trial. I've heard that many times over the years. I believe right now we are in that exact same spot. We are not emotionally mature or strong enough to handle any more of this mess from the Democrats on the way to begin this new this new administration. We got everything we wanted. We won. We have the Senate, the House, and the and the White House. Get to work. Hashtag build back better. I'm tired of all this. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so f***ing smart, how come they lose so damn always? Hey. Now, I might not think that Don Trump is guilty of a crime, but I do think it's all right to kick his ass off of Twitter. And I'll talk about that coming up next. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show. Nuga Radio 92.7. Right-wing media has been focused on the true victims in the aftermath of this attack themselves. Republicans have no way to communicate. What are we going to talk by carrier pigeon? Trying to silence conservatives. They've silenced me. He cried on national television. Yeah, the right has moved on to the real pressing issues here. Parler being shut down and President Tweety Bird's removal from Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, Google, Twitch, Reddit, and Pinterest? Seriously, though, D.C. is being locked down for a week. We're having to send a small army to D.C. to secure Biden's inauguration, and state capitals are boarding up their windows. But the true outrage is that you're not allowed to plan an insurrection on social media without consequences. Keep on rocking in the free world. 
all Neil Young all day today. One of the more misunderstood songs of uh, half century, anyway, of a gener- of a few generations. Falls right there with uh, Born in the USA from Springsteen. Of course, neither of these are songs that are promoting America, speaking highly of America. It's quite the opposite, actually. It's exactly the opposite, actually. This is the acoustic version from 1989's Freedom. This is Nougat Radio 92.7. My name is Brian Stone. It's the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast be back in the studio with you live next week on monday what day will that be the 18th we'll be damn near three weeks into the new year by that point feeling good feeling very good actually happy to have you on board today so um while i do not believe that Don Trump has committed any crimes or break broken any laws, therefore there should not be an impeachment. And even if he had, unless it was something just so approvably egregious, then I would say let's just move along, right? Just let's that was the exclamation point of the uh, the end. The end is finally for real here. What we've all wanted, or 80-plus million of us have wanted, for four-plus years, it's finally here. So take it and run with it and do good with it. Do well with it. And forget this impeachment and the rest of this. Stop. Move along. But what I don't care about and find to be funny as hell is Trump being banned from social media because his Twitter account is embarrassingly laughable and it really is the only thing that's kept Twitter relevant for the last half decade or so. I, I have fallen out of love with Twitter to a certain degree. I still use it as an information source. I used to like it a lot more, but it's become an internet disgusting wasteland. And the idea that you you you're just... A human right, a civil liberty, is access to a social media account in itself is completely laughable. We live in a country full of adult children. It is so embarrassingly hilarious to watch insane adult children whine and cry and moan on social media about their guns and their free speech and you you take anything away from me and I'm mad and I don't get the things that I want when I want them and this is it's so pathetic and this isn't snowflake whiny liberal uh super lefts only I mean it's them too but this is just as much the sniveling petulant fake Christian fake conservative fake wannabe whataboutism types on the right too it is pathetic. Ted Cruz is the world where Lindsey Graham was. Now he's flip-flopped back over like the coward that he is. And all the, the, the loud and bold and brash, blowhard, wannabe hacks that are all over these social media. This is invading our free speech. Get out of here, Jack. Get out of here with that mess. It's not anything to do with free speech. 
These supposed constitutional scholars that don't understand what the hell the Bill of Rights even are. These are private companies. They can do whatever the hell they want. Get out of here. Shut up. We just live in a bizarro world where this staunch fight for the rights of social media accounts are stronger and more important to people than people's right to, oh, I don't know, health care or women's rights to be able to make their own decisions for their own personal health and their own bodies. Hey, never mind the Equal Rights Amendment, ending the legal distinctions between men and women in terms of divorce, property, employment, and other matters. As long as we got a Twitter account, as long as we're allowed to have Facebook, as long as we're treated fairly on Reddit or Snapchat or Twitch or whatever other social media most of you never even heard of and don't care anything about anyway. So yeah, color me uninterested in the fight for the free speech of Twitter from the president or anybody else for that matter. It's the Stone On Air radio show pod simulcast on Nougat Radio 92.7 for January 13th, 2021. Her name is Kara Swisher. She's an opinion writer for the New York Times. She tells Shepard Smith on CNBC on Tuesday night, she once coined the social media platforms as digital arms dealers of the modern age. And with all the recent events involving social media, did she still feel that way? You know, I said that two years ago when I was talking about what would happen here if they continued to allow misinformation and disinformation to flow across their platforms unfettered, and here we are. Um, it's been a building situation uh, that's been going on here, which is a complete lack of control over their platforms or interest in control over their platforms. And so, no, I no, they're still doing the same thing. I think they're taking these steps right now at the end of the Trump administration after after years of violations by the president. And I see in some cases, I was never a proponent of pulling him off, uh, but in this case, he violated so egregiously and so many times over the past couple of months, it kind of became obvious what he was up to. And um, I hate to say I don't fault him for doing it. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you game a whole system if it, they let you do it, and especially if you have mal, a bad intent? And so, no, I think they con- they continue to do that, uh, and they, they have not done enough to uh, stop this All these- until recently. All these social media uh, companies have terms of service. You know those things we always just click on and move along and pretend like we didn't see or care about? Well, we all agree to those terms of service. Last piece of audio I have for you today on Nougat Radio 92.7 and the Stone on Air Radio Show pod simulcast. Kara Swisher from the New York Times. So does the business model for social media need to change for these platforms going forward to be able to survive. You know, one of the things I think is you can't make enragement your business model and to get engagement. Enragement becomes engagement. So I think they need to focus on business models that work a little better, that do, that do not, um, that partisanship and anger and hate and misinformation is not a business model. I don't think they want that to be that way, but it does work best on these platforms. And, you know, they had in President Trump, but someone who, who took advantage of this and showed the way it could be. Now, there's lots of great ways for these things to, to link people and bring together as a community, which which I think was Mark Zuckerberg's intent. But, it, you know, in real life, they've had issues over and over again, whether it was the murderer who was doing the mass murder in New Zealand, uh, broadcasting over social media, whether it was uh, what happened in Myanmar and in India. It's, it's, it's proof after proof after proof that digital jumps off into analog at some point, and it was going to happen in this country, and it did. So here in the last week or so, the roundup is Twitter has permanently banned Don Trump. He has 80 million followers. To put that in context, 
Joe Biden has 23 and a half million. Hillary has 30 million. Kamala Harris has 14 million. And President Obama has 128 million followers. Instagram and uh, and Facebook, of course, owned to get jointly. Uh, this is Mark Zuckerberg. Quote, over the last several years, we have allowed President Trump to use our platform consistent with our own rules at times, removing content or labeling his post when they violate our policies. We did this because we believe that the public has a right to the broadest possible access to political speech, even controversial speech, but the context is now fundamentally different, involving use of our platforms to incite violent insurrection against a democratically elected government. Shopify? <laughs> E-commerce platform Shopify said it has terminated its official stores with Trump. I think that's just a little bit of a headline grab. Snapchat, same deal. I wouldn't think uh, Don Trump or anybody in the administration even knows how to use Snapchat. They might. I might be wrong about that, but I wouldn't think so. Same with Twitch. They say in light of yesterday's shocking attack, we have disabled President Trump's Twitch channel. This one surprised me more than any of them because it, amongst people who treasure the Internet and social media information and um, and interaction, Reddit is the, the, the highest respected place. Amongst most people who know what they're talking about, who aren't just looking to, you know, be morons on on social media, who actually want to get actual information, uh, Reddit has taken the step of banning the subreddit page slash Donald Trump. "Quote: Reddit's site-wide policies prohibit content that promotes hate or encourages, glorifies, incites, or calls for violence against groups of uh, our individuals." That's hard to believe because Reddit's the wild, wild west. I mean, there's everything and anything out there. Um, so maybe they just want their name in the headlines as well. And Apple, Google, Amazon all have cracking down on Parler. Parler accuses Amazon of violating antitrust law as Parler became that kind of secondary outlet for people who at least said they were on Twitter. And uh, once Trump was removed in Parler, whatever. So you probably already know about that by now. And if you don't, you likely don't care. As I said before, color me uninterested in this story overall um adult children whining and crying because they don't get their way isn't exactly something i'm gonna spend a lot of my time on all right that is all for today on the stone on air radio show pod simulcast on nougat radio 92.7 my name is brian stone we'll do it one more time this week on friday at 10 a.m and i'll be back in the studio with king on for you next monday and um, looking forward to it. Uh, live radio is my favorite thing to do. Recording radio shows, podcasts, and stuff like that is okay, but it ain't nothing like live bullets flying without a net. And I look forward to it next week. Y'all have a great rest of the day. Talk to you again on Friday. See ya. Keep on.